Good morning, and thank you for listening to Embracing Life. When my thoughts are heavy at times, I write. So this morning, I was writing on my LinkedIn profile. I have a newsletter titled Embracing Life that I started a while back. And it's a pretty neat platform. I love LinkedIn, so um, it's sort of my go-to platform. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was on last night. I'm not sure if uh, any of you are aware of that, but my daughter is 20 years old, and we've watched it every single December of her life. As I sat there looking at the snowman telling the story, it occurred to me that I've watched it every single December of my life. Wow, that's pretty neat. I immediately recalled my grandmother and how I adored her. We were very close, and I have fond memories of watching the show at our home in New York. Her house always smelled like something warm, cozy, calm, peppers, onions, bread, Italian cookies. It smelled like affection, warmth, kindness, and love. I so enjoyed going to her home. And I stayed there every summer without fail. I knew I was her favorite granddaughter, or at least I'd like to think that I was. And I basked in every thought of that. I can still smell her moisturizer. And I think of her wrinkled face and how angelic it was. Her skin was creamy, fair. Her smile, her housecoat, her bathrobe. They all remain a beautiful and very vivid memory, despite her death 20 years ago, a few weeks before my daughter was born. Last night, my next set of thoughts turned dark. I looked at my daughter and said, this is the first Christmas that I don't have my parents. Immediate gulp. I felt a sense of dread inside of me. Her look was out of sadness, upset, and I immediately marked in some fashion that my parents would always be with us, and indeed they will be present for all of our Christmas festivities. She didn't see my eyes fill up, and I quickly changed the topic into something far more pleasant, but the thought remained in my spirit. I went to bed thinking of it, and I woke up this morning at 2 a.m. thinking about this great loss and understanding. When parents die, we have emotions that are completely new to us. They don't settle. There's no comfortable place to put them. These emotions stir our being, our memories, our sense of who we are, our friendships, our families, our connection to our families of origin and our mortality. They are not simple. They are not easy, but complex, layered, and interesting. I say interesting because I enjoy the study of psychology, so my psychologist hat is readily put on in times like this. I'm an observer of life, of emotions, of passages of time, of relationships, of goals. It's how I think about even the simplest of things. So now I'm an observer of grief and of loss and of that emotion that I find so fascinating. Fascinating 
is an unusual term. I've never heard it go along with grief, but fascinating is exactly the word that comes to mind because it's fascinating in its intensity, in its ability to surprise and panic, fascinating in its ability to subside and disappear temporarily in disguise, rearing its ugly head when least expected. Fascinating that all of us will face it, yet few will discuss the austere and body, mind, and soul-drenched effects that it carves into our being. It lay dormant with an unpredictable sequence and a fierce presence, a fiery passion. It is not subtle. There is not a pattern to it and nothing is quite as intense. Grief has a life of its own while living inside of you, wrapping around each cell, taking in all of your oxygen. I continue to try and wrap around, to wrap my head around grief and aware I may never do just that. I'm quite sure I will not. Grief is a beast that must be honored. It's very interesting how even with, you know, I've had losses and each time it visits me, it's almost like a different animal, even though it's the same emotion. Grief is grief, but it's not. And that's what I find so fascinating about it. And really, I can't explain it, but um, this Christmas, I'm... You know, we're starting some new traditions and trying to make it a little bit different. And I'm trying to avoid exactly what I did last night, which was say, oh, my God, this is the first Christmas without my parents. And instead say, oh, this is the first Christmas we're doing X, Y or Z and reframing it. I think that's the best thing to do. Um, I will certainly present that front and. You know, um, I think it will be difficult, but it's only difficult because of the depth of our emotions. And for me, it's also because I feel like all of my friends' parents are still alive. Um, And that throws me off quite a bit because I feel like my father's been gone for so long and now my mother's gone. And I have so many friends that are so fortunate to still have their parents. I can't even imagine. I can't imagine. So um, that's it for today. I don't have much more to say, um, except that I'm sort of in this observing my emotional state, which is not bad. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I'm just observing and um, trying to understand. So I'm mindful. And um, I'm very much looking forward to Christmas and to this weekend and to being with my closest friends and family and uh, being grateful for all that I have that is so amazing and for the people in my life that are so supportive. I really appreciate all of you. Um, Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Embracing Life.